Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, the 15th of March, and is this the bottom or just a dead cat bounce? Well, of course, it's just a dead cat bounce, isn't it? Far too early to be getting confident about the SVB Silicon Valley Bank situation. This is the Marcus Today members podcast, general advice only. If you think it's personal advice suited your personal financial circumstances, you are mistaken, if it's advice at all. Wall Street obviously had a bounce last night. It was up 336 points in our market. Having had a terrible day yesterday, down 100 points, although at one point it had been down 158, so closing up or down 100 points wasn't actually that bad a result in the end. And with the Wall Street bounce, our futures were up 67. We were up 58 first thing this morning as I speak. We are up 19 and drifting. The banks have only managed marginal rises. At one point, the that KBW, KBW bank index in the US, which includes almost all the major US banks, was up almost 7% last night at one point, but only closed up 3.2%. So it was drifting into the close. And today, there's not much relief. The CBA is actually down a few cents and the other stocks almost unchanged. So there's no major relief on the financial front. And if you look at the financial stocks in the US, all the damage was coming out of just financials. The rest of the market was trolling along perfectly okay. So the big question today is, is that the bottom? Is that the end of the SVB disaster? Or is this just a, hate to use the classic comment, dead cat bounce? Is this just a brief relief rally? Well, if you look at the KBW Bank Index chart, you'll see this bounce overnight is tiny in the great scheme of things. It's not material and it would be reckless in the extreme to be thinking that everything we've seen over the last week was going to miraculously improve. So today I have not made any moves. I continue to sit with absolutely no stocks in the ideas portfolio and the strategy portfolio remains in 40% cash. I've put a chart of the performance of the strategy portfolio in the newsletter today. It's interesting to note from those performance figures that over the last year, the ASX 200 is now down 1.97%. It is amazing, isn't it, that everything that we have done in the last year in the market, all that stress, all that investment, the average is down 1.97%. And it is a rather scary thought that not only would you be 1.97% better off in cash over the last year, but you'd be a lot better off than that because you'd be 1.97% plus interest on cash better off, plus the time not wasted on the stock market, plus the lack of stress, plus the joy of playing golf for a year or whatever you do, and the joy of having all that time to do all those things that you wish you had time to do, and actually you did have time to do, but you spent the time worrying about the stock market. So a year of going no But I'm just making the point that there is a value to your time, there is a value to your state of mind, and there is a value to you having no stress in your life. Anyway, philosophizing aside, the CPI number last night in the US was supposed to be a pivotal point, but this SVB sentiment is still dominating. The headline numbers out of the CPI were pretty much in line with expectations. See the charts in the Marcus Take section today. The trend in 
inflation is still going lower in the US, which is what we wanted to see. If you remember in January, inflation at the headline was 6.4%. From December to compared to November, inflation in November was 7.1%. It dropped to 6.5%. And the hope was it was going to continue to progress rapidly lower like this. It had gone 7.7, 7 7.1, 6.5. You might imagine the number at 6, but January came out at 6.4% and created all this new hawkishness. But we're back on track again, inflation down to 6%. So reasonably encouraging. And overnight, the chances of a 50 basis point rate rise, which had been 70% a week ago, is back to 0% or 0% after the SVB issue. And it stayed there overnight. And the chance of the Fed leaving rates on hold on March 22nd was sitting at 35% yesterday, back down to 25.5%. So some of the SVB issue leaking out of the interest rate equation at the moment. Just imagine what's happened in the last week. A week ago, Powell was sitting in front of the Senate Banking Committee telling us that interest rates or the pace of interest rate rises was going to increase. And here we are a week later and the Fed have had their hands tied by this SVB issue, which comes as a consequence of corporate collapses after interest rate rises. So that's not the environment for the Fed to be raising rates any further. And if you imagine that they, if they have kicked off a systemic financial sector collapse because of interest rate rises, then the criticism of their policy moves would echo through the ages, it has to be said. They have raised rates faster than at any time since the 1980s, and the consequences are only now appearing. Suddenly the RBA looked to be a little bit smarter than the Fed in their earlier softness and the recognition that they need time to assess the impact of previous rate rises before bashing on with more, whereas the Fed have just bashed on and bashed on. And now we're finding that they've caused corporate collapses and now a financial collapse, which may develop. So criticism of the Fed, and you'll probably find Henry writing about that in the last couple of days. So the bottom line is not buying into the bounce. This is a volatile time. Noticeably, the gold sector, everybody was suddenly a gold bull yesterday. Sector down 2% today. This is fickle stuff. You don't want to be making any major decisions at the moment. Stand clear of the doors, mind the gap, because the big question still remains, as Henry refers to this morning, a clip from Marathon Man. So, I'll just drill into a healthy tooth until I reach 12. Unless, of course, you can tell me that it's safe. Ow. Horrible. If you don't know Marathon Man, I suggest you search it out and absorb some of Henry's culture and mine, of course. Right, the other news today is I've started a new portfolio. I've been talking about this for a while, but this SVB crisis and the collapse in financials has provided me with the perfect opportunity to start this portfolio. It is called the Macquarie Only Portfolio. The idea here, as I have alluded to in previous sections is that I trade Macquarie only in an attempt to beat the market on an annual basis. Macquarie is the king of stock market stocks. It goes up more than the market when the market goes up, goes down more than the market when the market goes down. But it does turn, and you can see the charts in the strategy section, it does turn at almost exactly the same time as the market in both directions. So if you wanted to time the market, you could do that through an A 
ASX 200 ETF, but you'll find it's a bit boring. Macquarie, as you'll see the numbers in the strategy section, moves twice as much as the market in both directions. The average range Macquarie moves in per day is at the moment 2.1%, and the average range the ASX moves, the ASX 200 moves in, is 1.01%. And over a week, the average move in the Macquarie share price is 4% from top to bottom, and the ASX 200 is 2.1%. So you get double the bang for your buck in Macquarie. It is a quality stock. It is a good pick for trading because it consistently outperforms the market over a long period of time. And if I can get this right, it will change the way a lot of you invest. Imagine only having to worry about one stock. But this will have the second added benefit of communicating market timing as well, probably a little bit better than the strategy portfolio does. The strategy portfolio tries not to be too radical, confrontational. This will instead be rather blunt and decisive and also communicate what I think are the tops and bottoms of the market. So the portfolio will either be 100% in cash or 100% in Macquarie. We're going to start the portfolio today and against the current backdrop of financial uncertainty, the obvious holding is 100% cash. I'll put a nominal or arbitrary $100,000 on the portfolio at the beginning of the portfolio, which is what Henry did with the small caps portfolio. And I will table whether we're in or out each day and we'll see how the portfolio performs. Let's see if we can beat the market with one stock only. Macquarie in the Macquarie only portfolio should be interesting. And we have started. We're off. In Henry's take today, he talks about whether he thinks the market is safe or not with his Marathon Man references. He is about to launch the On the Couch podcast with the CEOs of Pharmaxis and Biotron. He's got a podcast with the CEO of NEU, which is flying today and has been flying recently. And he has a link to the call he did with Koshi and Rudy on Ausbiz yesterday. And he continues to say, Let's be careful on it. Let's be careful out there. As I leave you, the ASX 200 up 24 points. Neuron Pharmaceuticals up 24%. They have been flying along recently on this FDA approval of debut, D-A-Y-B-U-E, and they had an investor presentation yesterday. Have yet to see any broker research on that. The IT sector, the best performer of the day. Gold sector, the worst. That's it. You have a fabulous day. I will speak to you tomorrow.